0: Welcome to it's a hustle. Uh, this is your host Joe Garricks. Today I'm thrilled to be here with our guest, uh, my good friend Kevin McCaffrey. Hey, Kevin, welcome. What's up, man? Thanks for
1: thanks for having me in uh, the lobby of this building you don't work in or live in. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a it's a weird lobby. Uh, we are actually above the mail room at 110 Wall Street. I guess you will
1: work here tonight. I am technically, so technically working you here. you are yeah.
0: Uh, but Kevin and I are about to do a comedy show uh, down in the basement of what looks like it was once a mailroom and is now a weirdly adorned bar. Uh, it is
1: still technically a working mailroom. Yeah, How th- weird is that? That yeah. is weird. And yeah. it's yeah. like
0: the mail is mixed with the booze. I wonder yeah. if people get booze shipments <laughs> accidentally. or. <laughs> I, mean,
1: I would not. Yeah. wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> <Or> just mail <laughs> yeah. just soaked with whiskey. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have a problem with that you know, personally. Go for it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, Kevin, glad to have you here. You're <laughs> actually uh, one of the first people that I met when I started doing comedy. In fact, the first show... That I ever produced, uh, you were on. Was it?
1: Was that at the pit? That was at the pit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then I think I remember what that was because yeah. you. Yeah. Th- I mean, God, that was what eight years. Eight ago? years I ago, mean, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Because you, you were in college with a guy who I interned with at Letterman, That's and right. he was doing comedy. Yeah. And now he works for the president, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, He's, we all uh, take different turns. You know? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I have some friends who are not perfect. <laughs> yeah, sure, I don't me know what too. To tell you, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like being cousins <laughs> with Mike Pence. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't choose to do that, but yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, interesting that you brought up Letterman. Um, I mean, obviously, you had kind of started on uh, your comedy path prior to that right sure. uh in yeah. college was that is that when you started or yeah, did you start kind of basically
1: that? i in high school uh i i played basketball competitively for a long time and then i had too many concussions and this is like late 90s so before from concussions basketball were cool. how were yeah.
0: you playing basketball but i, well, I,
1: I mean hard i was scrappy <laughs> you know a lot of grit uh but i had five in basketball and i had two in football and they made me stop playing so at first like my first thing was i wanted to play for the bulls then when that did not happen <laughs> uh i had uh I I started doing a radio show in high school so that was really the first like comedy thing i did and then I went to college and like started a TV show and hosted a TV show there that was like obsessively my whole life for four years. So you knew from like a very young age that this is what you wanted to do. Yeah, you kind teens of like this was sure. it,
0: and you were. That's mm-hmm. awesome to have kind of that that much of a start, and I guess really gained so much experience at, at really a young age. I would say comparatively.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of reps doing stuff. Yeah. Like I wasn't doing stand-up specifically, but I was hosting uh, the radio show. You know, you're on the air for a few hours live weekly, and then the tv show is we eventually we were doing it in front of a live studio audience every week and it was you know there was a monologue behind the desk kind of stuff so uh i didn't start stand up till i was like 24 out here in new york but uh but yeah i knew i knew exactly i was very aggressive about exactly what it was i wanted to do so when
0: you started stand up were you kind of ahead of the curve in terms of people who you started with
1: yeah but like i think as you could also confirm it's very it's very scary uh, to get into stand up before you do it. Like you have it built up in your head because all you've seen is like TV stuff, guys who are really good. And then you go to an open mic the first time and you're like, "Oh, if I can just form a sentence, <laughs> I'm upper 30% yeah, immediately." And then if it goes somewhere mildly funny, you're top 10% at an open <laughs> mic immediately. So, yeah, I was I was very good at that first open <laughs> mic <laughs> for those two reasons. And then yeah, also I'd like had a, a few hundred hours of performing in front of crowds, whether it was stand-up or not. Um, So, yeah, I think, like, basically I had a year of doing open mics before I found out, like, where shows were, and then it was pretty quick from that to, like, getting paid for it, I guess. Yeah, how long did that take for you to, like, get to that first paid gig? Do you Mm -hmm. remember your first paid gig? I do, uh, because it was, (laughs) because I definitely lost money on it, because I was very antsy about getting paid, and then I found out that someone said, that uh, like, there was some website, uh, I forget even what it was, but it had like various gigs would pop up on there and you could like email in your bio and be like, I'll take it. And so I just, I was like very restless a year and a half in and I saw a gig. Uh, it was in Winston-Salem, Sa- Winston, North Carolina, 150 bucks uh, feature spot. It was at a bar. That's some pretty
0: good money for your first gig. Not bad, you're cr- but... You've been crushing fr- it for I years. I lived here.
1: <laughs> I lived in New York, so I had to go to Winston-Salem, so I flew, and I rented a car, and they had the hotel, but I mean, I lost easy yeah. 90 bucks. <laughs> like, that's... Th- that was not any less than... A so your first
0: paid gig, you netted negative 90.
1: Yeah, which is very, big picture-wise, that's very just a life in comedy in general. Yeah. You know, where it's like, So you're you very know, good at comedy, very bad at business. Horrific at business, <laughs> yes, for sure. So, But I did it, and I felt... I was very excited about it I took it real serious you know yeah uh, everyone was furious because it was at a at a wings bar in winston-salem and the nba finals was on it was the uh, lakers versus celtics and they were had been playing it on a big screen and then when it was time for comedy they just like comically pulled the screen down and it went like whap 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 whap, like you know wrapped up and everyone was were very mad and then they're like <laughs> hey comedians and they're like we didn't ask for this we didn't want this we're very invested in the basketball game so it's like, too late we already paid for uh, it very good i another big picture like easy this is the disappointment's going to be you're going to be in places physically where people would prefer to see something else uh a lot so yeah that was that was the first paid one and that was yeah oh so i guess i was 26 yeah wow
0: i actually i got offered a gig this week uh for 150 as well i mean i'll still take a gig i'm doing a gig after this one for a hundred but it's local oh not yeah flying well yeah. this one uh, 150 they, Uh, to do 20 minutes clean at halftime of a women's college basketball game so like on the court i apparently in a suite no (laughs) i think like halftime starts and I guess if it's twenty minutes, they expect you to immediately be on the court telling jokes. Half time starts, you're on the court telling jokes to people who are probably wow. needing to pee or drink copious amount. I mean, it's women's basketball. Yeah. you have to be pretty drunk to enjoy it. You're from Connecticut. Is it UConn women's <laughs> basketball? I would hope that's big money. No, no, no. Yeah. It's it was Wesleyan. Okay, uh, so
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Notorious. Yeah, comedy I, not I accepted
0: the gig, and then it turned out that it, it doesn't exist, and I was kind of like, "Thank God I accepted it," because I'm like, "Oh, you know, you got to take the paid work as totally. the middle of the day," yeah. and then it didn't work out. I was like, "Thank God now I can just break my fucking leaves."
1: I, the, uh, yes, <laughs> the, uh, my favorite part of comedy, I think, is putting it on the calendar, and then like when it comes time to do it, I'm like, "I'd rather not yeah. go. Yeah. I'd rather stay here." I get, you uh, know, it's it's
0: funny. You look forward to like. Getting paid to do comedy, and then you reach a point where, oh, it's fucking work. I have to go to work.
1: Yeah, and it is like uh, I, I, I wish, I wish I had more of it booked for me, because I, like, you know, you're, you're basically chasing your own gigs for the most part. Every once in a while, you'll get people hollering at you about, about stuff. But uh, yeah. It's yeah. takes to hustle after, it and you, so much of it is just emailing into it. It's an a abyss hustle, exactly. Yeah,
0: somebody should use that. It's a yeah. hustle. Hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll <laughs> think of something. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
0: look, I I like to close uh, with one inappropriate question or just sure. something random. So uh, I imagine that uh, you know throughout your career you, you've held other jobs outside of comedy as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have. What What is the uh, the worst or most embarrassing non comedy job that you've had? Oh man, the
1: I I feel like I'm I'm gonna be more boring than most people because I have been all comedy since 24, but uh, I I mean I was an Olive Garden server that's not really embarrassing but it's it was I, I've never been more stressed out going to work than I was going to Olive Garden in Anderson, Indiana every day. And I did, I was on Letterman. I did, I was hired as the warm up on mm-hmm. Letterman, which is, which that is stressful, but I was not, I was not stressed out to go do stand up on Letterman, because it's just an easy crowd and you're doing what you do, it's five minutes. It's less than we usually do, it's fine. Doing warm-up was scarier because you don't have Dave introducing you, you go out, it's sort of a, a big picture version of the North Carolina thing where it's like, no, we want something else here. And you have to be but like- at they're looking for comedy. Yeah, and yes, it's at least related. Uh, so that, I was a little more nervous at that, but I would get a pit in my stomach going to Anderson, Indiana. I couldn't even get hired. I was going to college in Muncie, Indiana. Couldn't even get hired at the Muncie Olive Garden. I had to have a recommendation <laughs> to get into the Anderson one. And uh, that was, <laughs> it is real, it's demeaning to be working with with a bunch of fucking like drug addict burnouts and be like the worst there. <laughs> where I'm like Why were
0: you so bad at it?
1: I think because I cared too much. I can't, my brain cannot handle, like I can't tell myself this job doesn't matter. Like I, and then just be okay with being bad at it. I, I, I'm i like, I have to do this very well. One,
0: one would think that this dedication to doing it well would have actually made you better at it. I, you,
1: yeah, well the best I ever was was when I got fucking blitzed halfway through a double and I came back borderline blacked out and was working and three eight-tops at once, which <laughs> Darden Industries, Red Lobster, Olive Garden, they have a three-table rule. So that's that's the maximum people you can have. I was uh, fly very close to the sun. Nobody got the right food. No. <laughs> that time they did. And then I was like, I just need to be able to recreate this. And I have been drunk mostly since. So I guess that's, that's part of it. But uh, that's the most stressed out one. The most... Uh, Yeah, I think I I was uh, briefly, when I was 26, after I got uh, a a show I was writing for ended, like I temped in the city, like working as a, a receptionist at law firms and stuff. And as a man, no one is happy to see me be the temporary receptionist. <laughs> like no, I don't say no one. There's you know a certain percentage of the population maybe, but mostly it's a lot sometimes of sometimes like, for comedy's sake, right? Yeah, but it's just like the worst kind of dudes because they I like I just if if your grades were good and you're a college graduate and you look sort of put together, they will just temp you at places that are way too high-powered, and those guys are pieces of shit. They're all a bunch of people watch watched Mad Men and liked it because you could sexual harass back then even better and be drunk at your job. With And those people see me show up, and they're very sad they don't have someone to harass that day, I feel so like. You so you never got sexually harassed? Well, not not as a temp. <laughs> <laughs> In stand-up, for sure. But, Yeah.
0: Well, uh, we'll have to get into those stories uh, next time, but I want to sure. thank you for being here. Uh, outside of uh, seeing you at the mailroom tonight, where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me. <laughs> well, I'm going to be in Cocoa Beach, Florida tomorrow through Saturday. Uh, and then I'm going to be in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, end of the month. Just go to Kevin-McCaffrey.com as my schedule. And you know tennessee illinois wisconsin i think over the next two months so all right well i'll try places. to get this out before all those dates have <laughs> yeah don't a lot of pressure yeah, a lot of pressure bit, on yeah. me yeah. to do some editing oh it's Kevin. fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again it's always a pleasure thanks man
0: Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast, and thanks to our sponsors. Light Switch Advisors, your one-stop for on-demand digital marketing services, from boosting your Instagram followers to building a new website. Light Switch Advisors has you covered. They do our website. Let them do yours. Visit lightswitchadvisors.com slash hustle. And, of course, our footwear sponsor, Vans. Get your cool, casual footwear on the cheap with Vans. Match your own personal style. Customize. That's what I love to do. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon
1: you. Mm-hmm.